Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, uh, especially Mr. Ray Stevenson. What a sad day. Uh, my name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy. Luke, the weekend at the college didn't turn out like you planned. The things that pass for knowledge I can't understand. And the knowledge that Ray Stevens is dead. The 13th fucking legionary Titus Pullo from Rome. One of my favorite shows ever and one of my favorite characters ever. And he's also in lots of other stuff. But, man, that fucking blows. Yeah, it does. He's, he's in lots of shit. Man, he was the Punisher in one of those movies. He was good in it, but the movie sucked. He was in Triple R. Yeah, he that was one of the best parts of that recent, Triple R movie. So. Recent Hollywood movie, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, oh, man, he was in a couple of really fun action flicks with Scott Atkins, my uh, my B-grade action oh, boy. Your so, uh, Dude, you got to see you got to see um, John Wick 4. You're Atkins guy. I, I just got to I got to know what you think of that. Nobody spoil that for Luke out there because there's some um, really cool shit with them that you got to see. I know they put uh, Mr. Atkins in a fat suit, so I'll be interested oh, to see that. Oh, so that got spoiled for you. Okay, but you you wouldn't – if no one had told you, you would not have known it was him. So you would have been like, that guy can move. But, uh, oh, but anyway, that's – yeah. That's I also follow him on the Tweety, so. <laughs> oh, spoiler. Jeez. I want to know what B-grade action flicks he's got coming up because they're oh, awesome. Sure. Sure. But, uh, You're not wrong. That's uh, yeah, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> you don't watch them anyway. Uh, there are ways people can contact us if they wish to. Uh, I'm on the Tweety at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy's also there at Drusifer Tweets. Collectively, we're there too at Never Open Pod. And if you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that too. Uh, neverempod at gmail.com. Yay, I remembered. And uh, if you want to make if you want to spend some extra money. Uh, send it this way. Uh, never open pod has a Teespring store. Buy some merch. You'll look never as fat. There we go. Yeah, that's what we're doing. And we're talking about two things today. We're talking about resurgence. But guess what, folks? We're going to have a conversation about this America stuff here in a little bit and how we're going to handle that. Because it's, I don't know, there's a lot going on right now. And this resurgence show is just kind of like, eh, why is this happening and um, but a lot of shit happened. We'll talk about that uh, briefly, and then we'll talk about in detail the best of Super Juniors Night Eight, which was fucking fantastic and sad. I feel so relaxed, like no one really <laughs> have to talk about one show. Yes, also, yes. everyone listening, I will try to remember scores today. Uh, I I really promise to try to remember scores. I think the reason like I've been forgetting. Is because like two episodes ago, 30 matches. And I'm just like, oh, let's get through these. The next episode, 40 matches. Oh, fuck. Wait, I got time for fucking score checks. We didn't. But we all, I mean, (laughs) we spent like nine hours recording that shit. (laughs) So. (laughs) And we mentioned like scores like three or four times, if that. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it took us a long time to get through those episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed them. And there's some good stuff to be had in there. Uh, some good wrestling analysis, but it's pretty dry. So. <laughs> That's it, 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 it. You know, do your dishes us. and put us on. Yeah, for yeah. Us, it's pretty dry, yeah, indeed. But uh, there is news, but I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of it has something to do with uh, 
resurgence. So did you want to talk about that? Even though it happened after the day, do you want to talk about resurgence before we do uh, Best of Super Juniors? I do. I do. I feel like that it's less important in the overall. And maybe that's what we should start with, Luke. So this resurgence show is in America and it's the strong brand and that is New Japan, but that's only New Japan in America. But guess what, Luke? Kind of the like something that bummed me out about this you know, show was that I don't know if you caught this, but there's a big announcement. New Japan Strong is coming to Japan and it's on Independence Day. They're going to have two shows at Kurgan Hall. So why am I whining about that? You may ask. Uh, the reason is, is because we can't do all that. We just can't. It's like we, we talked about it briefly recently about how, like, we're not going to let doing a podcast ruin wrestling for us, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I just feel like too much is too much. I had a hard time enjoying anything about Resurgence because I was trying to, like, watch it in between hanging out with a friend of mine while I was like fucking driving to see him and all this shit. I mean, it's just, there's too much going on right now for that. So we're not always going to catch everything. And Luke, with the announcement of these strong shows, I don't know, man, how do you want to handle this going forward? Case by case basis, or are we Jap- like, you know, Japan only? What I mean, I don't know. I like being Japan only. Like we had a conversation about this on the weekend because uh, we totally forgot that resurgence was yesterday and i was like do we need to do we need this do we need to cover this like is there anything like and it's an offense to anyone who's on those cards wrestling like it's fine there was a lot of great wrestling on the show but we don't watch the weekly show and then we reward the weekly show by buying the (laughs) pay-per-views i don't think there is a weekly show anymore there isn't that that ended so now strong is just this stuff what and so like I want these guys to get work. It's nothing about not supporting it. It's just a matter of like, it's too much wrestling and I'm a veteran of too much wrestling and it leads to burnout and just upsetness for me. So, yeah, it, I, I do remember a point where uh, there was a, a little mini stumble last episode and there was a miscommunication between us and you just screamed, just fucking do it again so I can fucking edit it. <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, 40 matches. That's fair enough. I, I, I had this one reaction like that. It's all good. Sorry, <laughs> no, man, it's all right. And then, uh, look, the best of Super Juniors has a lot of wrestling in a very short amount of time. And then New Japan was just like, no, what we need to do is put on a fucking pay-per-view. Yeah, more. Oh, my God, that's rude. I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> I just covered four, 70 matches of, of your stuff. Get out of here. So yeah, there is a there is a bit of that uh, that aspect to it as well. And look, I'm gonna watch Eddie Kingston versus uh, uh, a certain someone, uh, Kenta. But uh, what was the point of giving Hikaleo the belt? I guess. But uh, if you, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So Hikaleo lost the belt. I mean, we should go through all these like kind of news points. I guess Hikaleo uh, lost the belt to um, to Kenta by countout. What is happening? I get it. Yeah. I understand you're protecting Hikaleo, but then don't put the belt on him. Like you said, what's why? Do you want him to beat Kenta? Cool. Do it when he doesn't have a belt. And you don't have a problem. <laughs> Look, I'm going to say this match was a little long, but I, I have to admit, I kind of enjoyed it anyway. And it was the match immediately before that. I actually kind of liked Juice Robinson versus Fred Rosser. I had a good time watching it. Yeah. Okay. So there was some shenanigans there. Tell me all about that. 
So the match is is it's pretty fun, but it's got like Fred Ross is just laying down a fucking beating at one point, like overboard beating, and I was like, "You're the face. Something's gonna happen, isn't it?" And so yes, <laughs> uh, Tony Storm does come out uh, to help her man uh, win the match. So she even sat on his back while he did the pin. But the thing is, does that mean this feud continues? Do like do we get another one of these? Like. What? When when's this feud ending? I'm no offense to both men. That was a good match. I'm not sad at the finish at all. But haven't they been wrestling for months now? Like what's going on? But it was a good match. But uh, I have to admit, like my favorite two matches of the whole show uh, ended up being the Blackpool uh, John Moxley, Will Yuta, and Shota Umino oh, versus Okada, nice. Rocky, and Ishii, and maybe the main event, uh, Willow and Mercedes. I liked Osprey and Tanahashi. That's never going to be a bad match. But uh, I always felt like Osprey was winning that. <laughs> yeah, they were they were going hard. Don't get me wrong. And like you know, obviously I can't do any of this shit. So take that with a grain of salt there. But I just I feel like they were a little bit on house show mode, just a little bit. You know what I mean? Not too much. Not just not main event. You know. And so they you know they weren't doing anything too insane, which I was happy about. I mean, we hate it when Tanahashi's like, I'm gonna kill myself for you all. <laughs> do it Tanahashi but um I I did enjoy the uh the six-man tag that was fucking fun it's also when I realized yes this is the 18-foot ring again because like Okada just looks like gigantic in it and when he lays out for the drop kick he takes up like half the ring you know almost (laughs) oh yeah wait a second (laughs) so uh I I didn't notice earlier in the night but I was also driving while I was watching some of it so um, but there was, but yeah. you know, just I just liked uh, like Akata treating Shooter Umino like he he ain't shit, like like he does with uh, Ren Rita. I love that that story's going on. Then you got like Ishi mixing up a little bit with Mox and and Wheel and all that stuff. It was great. It was really fun stuff. So uh, I, if, I, 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 yeah. Any anybody out there, if you've not seen it. Just search John Moxley on New Japan World and watch John Moxley versus Ishii. It's fucking incredible. It's yeah. like, it's so crazy and like it remind. It's just like um, what was the guy the the first like never title um holder? His first defense against Ishii. Yeah, Ishii, and it's fucking insane. It's like that kind of like craziness. It's completely awesome. So them renewing the rivalry is awesome. It's great that Shota Umino got the pin in the end too. He didn't pin Okada, but he did hit the death rider on Okada hitting he your did. finish on the like toppest of the top guys in new Japan is kind of a fu- big fucking deal. So that was great. He did get the pin in the end on Rocky Romero. That's also not anything to sneeze at. So I don't know. He's got a win over Tanahashi and Okada. That's pretty cool for him, man. I'm happy for him. Yeah. That's what's really cool. And wait. Yeah, I mean Ishii and uh Ishii, yeah. Yeah, my bad. I forgot Tanahashi wrestled the other match. Yeah. He should have been in this one. That's why my brain wanted him to be in there. Yeah, it was weird to me that he wasn't, but I guess he's saving we saving the six mans. Do we do we lead to Moxley versus Okada at Forbidden Door or do it at Dominion? I'd have a six man at Dominion, maybe. Yeah, that seems like the deal, you know, and 
I don't know. I, I, I felt like that was very interesting. Now, um, there's some sad news, right? Uh, um, and that Most is definitely. that, uh, you know, Kyle Fletcher comes out in a suit and he's all fucking fired up. And you know he announced straight away. He, yeah, he's got all the belts with him. And he announces that Dunkzilla, unfortunately, is injured. Did he say what the injury was at all? I don't think so, no. Okay, so, so something's going to keep him out for at least a month, probably. You know, you can assume that when it comes to, like, the belts in Japan. So, fortunately, they had to give both of their sets of titles back, which means that now, like, the fucking wild card that was making the feud fun with Fisherman and, um, you know, and, and uh, House of Torture is gone. But, man, you know, hearts out to Aussie Open. Luke, uh, this is really sad. And, like, it's just one of those, like, snake bit type things. Man, I hate it. I see, I see him out there by himself, even though he's got a smile on his face, I guess, like, you know, keeping his spirits up. And I was just like, oh, fuck. And he starts talking, and it's like, it's not too bad. It's kind of happy. And I was like, oh, no, he's, just rip the Band-Aid off, man. Come on. Yeah. Rip the Band-Aid off. That let us know that, we're, uh, that you guys are injured. And, yeah, it, it, it's only Dunkzilla uh, that's, yeah. that's injured. So Kyle's still good to go. So I'll probably use him for singles and stuff. Uh, and all that kind of jazz. So it's pretty cool. That, but even still, Aussie Open were on such an incredible run, and ah, uh, it's cut short. Yeah, now we get chaos versus uh, House of Torture again. Dude, you know what the fruit is now? You're right. It's Man, back to Bishamon versus House of Torture. And it was it was fun because of Aussie Open being there. <laughs> And so now it's just, but at the same time, we'll talk about House of Torture. Maybe they've evolved. Maybe they figured some things out. We'll see when Pimpy, uh, you no, know, and um, the other guy, uh, Dick Togo, show back up. But um, Luke, tell me about the women's tournament and matches. I, I saw the main event. I did not see the other matches. The main event was fucking, it was great. It was terrifying. What did you think yeah. of the whole, like, tournament thing? Well, I don't really know. Stephanie, the the Kia? I'm going to go with the Kia. They couldn't figure out how to pronounce her name on uh, English commentary, and Kozlov kept correcting everybody. So, just saying. Wow. Oh, yeah. By the way, all right, before I talk about these women's matches, there's an oh. elephant in the room I have to address. No, no. I, I'm going to I talk got about it in the good. list of stuff to talk about. All right. Yes. Okay. All right. So, I like Mercedes Monet versus Stephanie uh, Vakir. Uh, I like Stephanie Vakir from what I saw of her and uh, would watch definitely watch her again. But, you know, I'm watching this going, oh, Mercedes is going to win this for sure. She does. So, the funny thing is, I'm watching the next match, Willow Nightingale versus Momo Kogo. And I'm thinking, all right, we're definitely going for the stardom lady versus uh, Mercedes. All right, so let's go. Let's go. Right. Because wrestling, and I'm looking at you mostly, AEW, has trained me to go, oh, I like Willow Nightingale. What a jobber. <laughs> I like that. I don't like He's going to yeah. lose, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I like Willow Nightingale. Oh, she's going to lose. Oh, she won. Okay. <laughs> really good for her. So I'm, we get to the main event. I'm like, all right, well... It's obviously the uh, Mercedes train, so let's get that's all aboard. One, two, three. Willow Nightingale is your uh, strong, open weight women's champion, even though there's no weight divisions in the women's division. In is it called that? I don't know, man, but it's a strong oh, women's title at least. And uh, really surprising finish there. So 
they got me. Well done, New Japan. Yeah, really it was like really it. good. I liked the main event, and I, you know, uh, Mercedes Monet apparently bumped a little too hard for <laughs> Willow Nightingale. Mm. I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but there's like a picture of her from the hospital, and she's like, "I'll be back soon." So, but we don't, you know, there's nothing else to know about it. But didn't uh, she have lumps on her head after the uh, May even Tommy oh, match as well? Yeah. Man. Well, if she's you only got one match, head. you know, one match a month or something, you're gonna go all the way, and if you're not. I don't really respect you as much as I respect somebody who wants to go all the way, right? So that's awesome. <laughs> but Luke, as you said, you alluded to it. We're burying the lead because the real main event of the show and the ongoing feud that's been going on since we started covering it is, you know, basically the biggest feud in Strong. And that is the Japanese, uh, you know, commentary team slash production team versus the equipment luke tell me how did it shake out this year this is probably like the best show production wise they've put on like for one of these kind of strong shows pretty good uh the commentary was never weird i could hear the wrestlers uh the sound wasn't 100 percent perfect but i could hear the crowd i could hear the wrestlers i could hear the commentary i could hear all of it without being like i can hear this but i can't hear that so i could hear everything uh, I could see everything, and I was just like, you know what? Uh, yeah, production team actually won. I also feel like part of that is because uh, usually one of these shows, you can only get the Japanese commentary on World, right? Because they'll have a fight or somewhere else do the fucking English side of things. Well, this is all done on the New Japan side, all of it. You wanted the English commentary? New Japan World. You wanted the Japanese commentary? Same. New Japan World. Way better. Yeah. <clears throat> so this was been this was a show run primarily, I guess, by New Japan. And it showed because there was no bullshit fucking crazy production stuff that pissed me off for three hours. So yeah. I would say the production team got its first win wow. over the equipment. Shocking. Now I was worried they were gonna lose. Because, you know, they kind of did it like like playing hurt a little bit because I don't I mean, you said you could hear the ring. I could not hear the fucking ring. <clears throat> so I, I could barely hear what was going on in the ring. And like every chop and like uh, forearm that normally sounds loud as fuck in New Japan, I just couldn't hear it at all. So that really took away a lot from the show for me. However, you know, like you said. Pulling out the victory is the production team, even though they were like down a stick. So, that oh, look, is, uh, yeah, uh, congratulations. Look, I, as I said, look, the sound wasn't 100% perfect, but the fact that there wasn't any ma major fuck ups, I could watch the show and enjoy it. It wasn't enough to make me go, I like this, but this, I like this match, but this, every match, you know. So yeah. They pulled it. They pulled it off. So maybe it wasn't a clean finish, pinfall victory in the middle of the ring. Maybe it was more a countout victory right. instead. But uh, it's still a victory, and uh, take take that on the uh, on the chin, boys. Well, I mean the the equipment's you know gotta get booked strong because it's gonna come back next time with a vengeance. You know it is. So and maybe we won't be watching it that time. So, <laughs> so yeah, this they don't rely on another production streaming thing for the for the show which yeah. is awesome and they use a big ring which is sort of so much better 
Uh, like I see a small ring and it doesn't, it doesn't matter what kind of show it is. I think, I feel like, Oh, this is going to be an indie show. You know, that's what I feel. Yeah, it ring. wasn't the full size ring. So it was the, it was a little bit small. It, was close. So it wasn't, wasn't the tiny one. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, Luke, well, that was resurgence, everybody. I don't know. I'm, are you ready to talk about the, you know, the stuff we want to talk about? Yes, dude. <laughs> Definitely. I even have a note here at the end of Akira Despi that says, do the scores. So I'll read the scores yeah. out after we've talked about Akira Despi, everybody. So, uh, oh, okay. We're not a very score intensive podcast, as people have no doubt figured out. But one thing that uh, we usually do, or I usually do at least, is say the scores at the end of the matches. But I've been like, let's just get to the next match. So <laughs> at the end of this show, I'll do the scores. But uh, yes. It is the best of Super Junior Nights 8. And we're at Corican again, so that means the crowd's going to be absolutely insane, which it yes. is. I have a rant, though, Luke. <clears throat> I love this right. crowd. I love this show. They fucking sold tickets for the balconies. And one of, I'm pretty sure, like, Chumpy was like, come on, come on, kid, come with us. And he brought some kid back from Akita. You know, the the like rural area and he's up in the balcony just screaming hilarious shit all night. So they got crazy fans. But here's the problem, Luke. They didn't teach this guy how to make banners. So there's no fucking banners yet. And I'm pissed that there's no fucking banners. However, it is about the most raucous crowd we've seen at uh, Kurgan since maybe one of those Takataichi Manias shows were pretty fucking insane. So it could be one of those, you know. I don't think I've ever heard of a fucking New Japan show off the top of my head where I can just pinpoint like there's one heckler on the balcony just going nuts. <laughs> like this one drunk dickhead just sitting like, Bobby Rolly, Rolly, Rolly! <laughs> he was oh, oh, oh. He was <laughs> That's awesome. He, he was from Akita. <clears throat> but yeah, you don't usually get like a, a drunk loud fan at a New Japan show, but he was he was awesome. <laughs> we'll get to him, uh, especially especially in that uh, Maloney Robbie Eagles match. But let's start it off with <sighs> fucking Downer before we uh, build ourselves back up with uh, awesome fun wrestling that cheer us up more. But we have Doki versus Titan. All I want, it's not that unrealistic, Miss Andy. All I want is Doki to beat his record and be on the most points he's ever had, ever, then win the best of the Super Juniors, win at Dominion, win at Wrestle Kingdom against Zakata. It's not so much to ask. There's a walk... All right, I, got, I guess I'll talk about this match. There's a walk rope runner by T-Tan, then dive to the outside. The crowd's going nuts already. In the ring, like, T-Tan loses his footing, so uh, Doki catches him in a Doki Choki. I thought that was great. Yeah, awesome swinging suplex by Doki. I, I just... You look at Doki and you don't look at him and think like he's weak, like he's not strong. He's obviously got muscles and stuff, but then you see him do shit like swinging suplexes and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, what are you doing, man? How are you doing this little man? And you're probably taller than me, but it doesn't matter. It, it was awesome. I love moves like that. <laughs> Doki on the apron and he pulls T10 down by his mask, which was funny, but there's a kick up <laughs> and a Pele kicked and a tope by T10. This match is awesome, and I'm into it, and I'm grinning, I'm having a good time, and then the finish happens, and I was like, 
come on, ref. T10 was passed out with that dokey chokey. What are you doing, you bullshit motherfucker? What are you doing? But no, there's more awesome wrestling. And then they do the other way and have they have dokey tapping out to T10. I'm just like, I hate you, T10. And I can already imagine what Andy's reacting like. <laughs> apoplectic with steam coming out of his ears. And ex- it's worse than Goto winning a title, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, a title I like. You know, I don't care if he wins like the tag belts or something, you know, the, or the state belts. That's fine. But, uh, or the strong <laughs> open weight belt, that'd be fine. But, uh, anyway, Luke, I, I will talk about this match by saying that there was a, you know, picture. I guess like Shingo was on commentary this night. I think it was this night. And so, like, after the show, he posted a picture of himself with, you know, Shingo, Teton did. And I just re- replied, no. And Teton liked it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, and I think my reply was the appropriate one. No, no. but uh, that match was awesome. I was so mad, but I was too tired at this point because this was at like five in the morning for me uh, to have steam coming out of my ears. So I just had coffee going down my throat. That's what I went with. But um, next loop, we have Clark Connors. He does cocaine versus Kanemaru. And uh, this is great because they both like to drink, right? I wonder, is that Suntory Hunter Proof? You know, probably something like that, right? I don't know. But uh, really fast start, and that, that first match started really fast, too. So uh, we're zipping through matches tonight, and it, there's it's clear in some of these matches that they're like, let's fucking get our shit in and get out, you know? So Kanemaru goes for a quick I'm win. fucking Con- exhausted. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but Connors takes him to the outside. He uses the ring post to slow it down for a countout spot. And there's a suplex for Connors in the ring, as there is in every match. And uh, sometimes on the floor, sometimes in the ring. It always looks nice. Kanemaru fights back, and we get some really, really great, like, fuck your leg offense from him. It's all crazy shit, and I love it. In the figure four, they do one of my favorite things ever. Lock up, figure four. I don't care what the hold is. If you tumble to the floor while you're still in it, I'm fucking happy. And that's what they do with the figure four. My favorite shit ever. So uh, Clark barely gets back in uh, for count out, which is great. And Kanemaru, he hits a bunch of quick offense and eats a German suplex, though, from Connors because Connors is strong, you see, and he's on the cocaine. So the crowd, they lose their minds, though, as these two struggle, struggle like in and out of pins. Um, and then, you know, Connors hits the no chaser for the win. And Connors stomps on a fan sign. This Okay, so there's this fan that has two Clark Connors signs. One of them is the coolest sign I've ever seen in my life. The other is just okay. And so he takes the one that's just okay and throws it on the ground and stops on it. And I'm like, yeah, you're smart. Cause that other one was so fucking cool. Yeah. He probably, he's probably immediate reaction on the inside. was like, fuck that one's really cool. Oh, this one's a little shit. I'll, uh, <laughs> all right. I'm an asshole, but, uh, I'm not a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you lucky bastard. You get to talk about this next man. Dude, that was a really cool match. Happy for, for Clark Connors. Like, I kind of expected Katamari to maybe get another win, but uh, nope. He got his early wins, and I guess that's Oh, yeah. Bad. What's the so, scores? I'll do that at the end. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Because I don't have them written down at the end of the matches. <laughs> <laughs> we know how many points Watto has. That's important, right? We'll talk about that. So. Yeah. Well, you, you will. I've got this. Yay! Yay! I, wow. I feel bad. I've got the Doki match and the show match. But, you know, that's, that's all right. It's Kushida versus Show, dude. Awesome. Just every time, 
Like, Evil and Show are just like, what other little creative, fun little wrinkle can we put into this match? Win or lose, it doesn't matter. Like, win or lose, how can we make this different and really fun? So, uh, Show Show gets on the mic, and he's cutting a promo. Like, he wants to do this fair and square, and you know, and at least that's what he says during his promo and all that. Evil's acting as his corner man, too, like a real legit, like, sports corner man. So Show gets into the corner and Evil's just like, here's your water, man. Squirts it in his mouth. All right, massages his shoulders. He's got the towels. Like, you ready? You ready for this, aren't you? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, man, it's so good. Did you catch <laughs> this where, like, they also Show is saying that they're both eliminated. So it doesn't matter. So it should be fair. You know, it's like all is fair. And also, this is the first sighting of that, that like, crazy fan because – when he says it'll be fair and square, that Mark just yells at Origato as loud as fuck in the whole crowd. Like, bah! <laughs> they, love, they love that. That was so funny. Then the most amazing thing happens in this match. I think Kushida manages to do something no one else has done in a show match, and that's get booed. Yeah. Because as soon as show getting ready in the corner is done with evil, he turns around ready to face Kushida, and Kushida takes a fucking powder. <laughs> And then the crowd boos him. It's <laughs> great. He's the only man in this whole tournament to get booed in a show match, other than <laughs> other than like evil or show. And I was like, wow, man, that's quite a feat, Kushida. Well done, mate. There's <clears throat> there's Matt wrestling and uh, Andy. Do I do I like do I like Matt wrestling? <laughs> you better, because this is great. So. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I do like Matt wrestling. So there's a whole bunch of Matt wrestling and then like show show gets the fuck out of there and evil evil's giving evil's making like he's giving him a spray down because cold he's so spray. hot cold spray. <laughs> then while, whilst he's doing the cold spray, evil's kind of got his back covering show, so the ref and and Kushida can't see that show is putting like this metal grate thing in his kick pad. Then he goes into the ring and starts using those kick pads and 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 then <laughs> fucking Kashida's like ah ah <laughs> getting all getting kicked the shit at, getting kicked and then Kevin Knight comes out and Kevin Knight's coming out he's he's on the he gets up to, into the ref's face and I'm like that's a big mistake because you know your back's turned and he's going like hey hey this guy's fucking cheating and so what does Show do he quickly gets the grate out of his fucking kick pad and he throws it back to Evil. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so much fun. This is this is oh my god. Evil heaps helps take out the ref and Kevin Knight, but uh, Kevin manages to drop kick both guys and uh, Kishida, Kishida puts a uh, hoverboard lock just in time. And then the ref uh, he wakes up from his slumber just in time to see Show <laughs> tapping the fuck out. Oh. Awesome. I I loved it. It was just so silly, so much fun. Kishida gets booed, which made me laugh. Uh, Kevin Knight shows he's the superior tag member. He's the guy you want in your tag team, not Kushida. Because uh, yeah. if uh, Kevin Knight sees you getting a freaking ass whooping or getting mega cheated on by show in a match that doesn't matter, then uh, Kevin Knight's going to come out and have your back. But uh, if it's night one and the points do matter and you're getting chair back like a little bitch by Clark Connors, Kushida's going to be like, no, nah, I'm still lacing my boots up, motherfucker. Sorry. 
He wasn't looking at the monitor, I guess. Um, yeah. You said Kushida got booed in this match. Also, Show got cheered for putting the hoverboard lock on Kushida. <laughs> <laughs> it was I feel really like, fun. Is it just me, or has there been maybe not a huge turnaround, but has there been at least some turnaround on on show this tournament? Like, yeah. uh, there's there's been some. Show doing show stuff, but I feel like there's been a bit of a buzz around near the end of it being like, these actually have been pretty fun. And hey, you guys don't want show to win the tournament. Guess what? He's not winning the tournament, everyone. Relax. So because he's not winning the tournament, you can relax and be like, all right, maybe I can just enjoy a show match. And they're fun. Look at these, like all of these ideas. How many different matches has he had? Eight matches? He hasn't really recycled any of these ideas with Evil either. It's like Evil and Show are just being like, hey, what else to torture stuff? What, what, what stuff can we trial run during the best of the Super Juniors here that we can maybe uh, build on in the future? Because you could take any of Show's matches this whole tournament. Sorry, I'm talking for a while. But uh, you can take any of Show's matches this tournament take a little element that he and evil did in that match. And then you could put a new twist and spin on it. Like they've got material for ages. I feel like after this, be it like all this dastardly heel stuff, like they're just dastardly and muddly for sure, man. And I don't, he's, got, I don't, he's got a wrench and a cheese grater now, you know? So I, you're, they've definitely started mixing up what they're doing. And also he got to work with a few people he hasn't worked with before which made it yeah. fresh too. So, and evil's been hilarious. So like evil's just been so funny with his, like just standing there, just him coming out and being disappointed in the show for not cheating in that one match. And like with his hands on his hips, like he's a mother hen, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And, and that's kind of one of the fun things is that, you know, if you're not going to get this like amazing technical wizardry from show, you want something you want to remember, uh, you know, for something for a different reason. And that's what they're doing. So I don't know, man. It's pretty good. I feel like for years to come, I'll be saying, uh, remember that best of the super juniors where like show and yes. evil. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> man. It's great. So, uh, well, Luke, another crazy, interesting match is next. We have Bushi versus his hated rival, Master Huato. And Bushi hates Watto. He always has. And they were some like, I think Bushi was one of Master Watto's like opponents that's always really good match. You know, like they always do good shit. And but at the same time, Bushi's always a dick. And so, oh, yeah. you know, we get a little bit of that. So he he takes the fight to Wado right away. Bushi does, of course. He gets his tope right away. But Wado comes back, and we learn about some, like, weird lemon oil shit that Wado's doing. Uh, Luke, did you hear this? Lemon oil? Tell me about the lemon oil. Do you know this? Did you hear about this? Like, all right. So Wato was, must have smelled nice or something because Kevin's was like, dude, you smell absolutely delightful. What's going on? My my annoying son doesn't smell anywhere near this good. <laughs> it's like, okay, so just the other day, he was like, Water's the worst wrestler ever. What is he doing? You know, and now yeah. he's like, well, Water smells good. <laughs> he's, having, he's, having, he's having, like, the, he's doing the kind of rants that I would do for Yo on commentary. <laughs> about Wato, yeah. and 
then you find out why, and then then suddenly the commentary turns into what two, what two, what two. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, the lemon oil apparently. Watu rubs his skin in lemon oil to toughen his skin up so he's mm. tougher. And I'm just like, all right, well, well that's maybe we'll, you know. I wouldn't rub we'll, that uh, lemon oil on your junk though, dude. So you might want to I mean, not do that. Yeah, wash your hands after you put it on everything too, because you know. But uh, but Luke, uh, maybe we'll learn more about that later. We might hear from Master Watu later in the show. So anyway, just let everybody oh, awesome. know about that. But uh, I think he wrote in. So um, let's see here. Watto, he comes back. He hits a Vendival, gets a rope break, uh, does Mr. Bushi, and there's a Bouye spot. Bushi wins after his like, little drop kick in the ropes, and then there's a neck breaker for two. No spinner any, though. And uh, Watto bumps really great for the lung blower thingy, and Bushi goes for MX, but no, he gets drop kicked out of the air by Watto in another one of my favorite spots. They're doing all my favorites in this show. I Just for you, dude. I love it. it is. Thank you, New Japan and Master Watto. Next, there's an Insiguri from Watto, a big German suplex, and he gets the win. And Master Watto, Kevin Kelly's surrogate child, has 12 points in the best of Super Juniors. 30! The first man to get to 12 points, too, I might add. And uh, wow. he's winning with that high ankle German. So, like, he's winning matches, and I'm not mad because, like, I get to see that move. <laughs> Man, 12 points. And, hey, Arnie's match is a little bit, like, easier slash more fun to watch when Kevin and Chris aren't being like, what's he doing? What are you doing? Your moves suck. Why are you going to the top rope for, Junior, who are known for their <laughs> top rope maneuvers? What are you doing up there? Oh, I don't know. Great. Why the fuck does every Junior get up there? Because that's what they do. Yeah, Fuck your leg true. and flying. Like, what are you talking Chump, about? Chumpy doesn't like it either, so he gets all no, he mad doesn't. when they get up there. But, but Luke, may, may I point out something about Master Fato and this may. story about, like, the German suplex and learning how to win in this tournament? And that's isn't that, like, a really great organic story that they've told throughout the whole tournament? Like, yeah. and isn't it amazing? And the commentary, like, caught on to it, and now they're, like – finally telling the story right i mean but they were kind of doing it too earlier in the, their tournament they're saying he doesn't know how to win he figures it out here we are i don't know i thought that was like really good and and if we go back and watch all his matches i bet you it's really deliberate so i don't forget shit maybe but it's that that burying has been going on for a while though so i think some of that you're right might be them telling the story another part of it is <sighs> Fucking someone running on Skype today. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to be nice. You know, you know I, try, I try not to bury anybody, any English-speaking New Japan people. <laughs> so. Oh, and yeah, because we want to show. But no, I, I, I feel like we love Kevin Kelly, and, uh, and that shines through most of the time on our podcast. So yeah. come, on. we're we're even really nice about uh, Chris Charlton a lot these days. So you know, there, there is that. Oh, anyway, let's go to the next match. I like him too. Let's go uh, Ryusuke Taguchi versus Mike Bailey. Oh, and this is great. For this one match, I'm just like, look, Bailey, you got lots of points, man. You got lots of points. I need to see the Taguchi with a point. Just one, even if it's a draw. I need to see some <laughs> points on this. Game. Just give him some points, pity points at this stage. Like, but, you know, Mike Bailey's not just going to give away points. You're going to have to earn that shit. Taguchi wants a handshake and <laughs> goes for a roll-up straight away, smart man. 
He gets a it gets a two, then there's like a mid kick by Bailey. So Mike Bailey misses like double knees and 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 there's a smash by Taguchi and, he, and an ankle lock. And he jams his knee into the floor on the outside. This is Taguchi on uh, Mike Bailey. This match is fucking amazing because in this match we real Taguchi realizes, wait a minute, I can I can do sneaky shit without necessarily pulling my pants down. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like, you know, you've never watched Rocky Romero matches? All right, yeah, you can do that. And the crowd, like me, wants Taguchi to win so badly. It's not about Mike losing. It's it's not at this point in the tournament. Yeah. It's not about that at all. About it, it, What it is about is we want to be there when Taguchi gets two points. I don't know why I keep calling the Taguchi. I'll stop it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever Mike Bailey's in control, the crowd's into it. But whenever Gucci takes over, the crowd goes fucking nuts. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. And then Gucci does something really annoying. He's, he's he's nearly getting Mike with the ankle lock. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to let that go and go for pinning combos. And then he loses. So... <laughs> all right, the, the, the ending there is a little... Mm, but other than that... This match is 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 awesome. It's Taguchi kind of outwitting Mike Bailey and Mike Bailey just kind of fighting and firing back. Of course, it's another great Mike Bailey match, and it's probably the second Mike Bailey match I've watched this tournament where I'm just like, lose, motherfucker. Now, the other one was Doki, of course, uh, and uh, but I'm not mad because uh, Mike Bailey has just been absolutely fantastic this whole tour. When he kicked the ring post, it made a cool noise. That was good. <laughs> you know, and the crowd was like, whoa! You know, like, that was awesome. I don't know. This match is fantastic. It, again, your quintessential best of the Super Juniors Japanese pro wrestling match right in the middle of the tournament. That's just fucking great. I, I, I don't You know, you could show this to anybody and they get what New Japan Juniors are about. So, I don't know. Tremendous yeah. stuff. Mike Bailey. I don't know. He's uh, He fits like a glove. So uh, next, Luke, let's see if somebody else fits like a club or not. I mean, uh, we got Dan Maloney versus Robbie Eagles. Can Robbie Eagles bring the killer out of the driller? We'll see. So uh, there you go. So Robbie shows us a new TMDK towel, and it's got Fujita on it. <laughs> and I was like, It's so wow. adorable. <laughs> and Fujita kind of skips along next to him, you know, when he comes out, and he's so happy. And you know, Dude, oh, I was pretty great. So. You know, Fujita backstage was just like, "Hey, hey, Iwa, hey, Lou, hey, you doing? Check this shit out, bitches. I'm on a towel. <laughs> I'm still a young lion." Someone on Twitter told us that there, I guess there's <laughs> towels and towels for everybody, immediately sucking the fun out of it. But I don't think their towels say a faction name on them, and I'm pretty sure Fujita's did. Maybe I'm just imagining that, but I'm gonna keep imagining it because what happens yes. next is that every, you know, Dan Maloney realizes that we all like this Fujita guy, and he's like, "Fuck you!" and beats up Fujita. <laughs> it's yes, <great>. Dan. <laughs> That made me laugh so hard. So, because he hit the Canamore Gambit on Robbie and beats up Vegeta. Oh, yeah. But Robbie comes back hitting the the old Rana on the floor, which is one of the most dangerous and insane moves all of all time. I love it. Uh, they fight on the apron, and Maloney gets some great chops in, as he is wont to do. Robbie attacks Maloney's leg with kicks, but Maloney keeps like hitting his big chops to bail himself out. Robbie tries the turbo backpack on the apron like a maniac. 
And it looked like he was maybe going to the floor with it, but uh, side suplex on the apron from Mr. Maloney. And uh, there's this one guy in the crowd that we've talked about earlier. And so he starts his own Robbie, Robbie, Robbie <laughs> chant. <laughs> and so Dan Maloney flips him off, which is, I mean, massive crowd reactions for all this. Guy starts the chant again. He gets flipped off again, you know. And the only thing that I was missing from this was like, Dan Maloney beating up Robbie and then going, you did this. That's you got to do that. If you're the heel, it's my favorite. It's so funny. So that guy was hilarious. Um, but uh, we get this awesome drop kick from Robbie that just smears Dan's face right off his skull. And they settle into like a fast version of that main event kind of juniors rhythm. Uh, you know, there's a big uh, kick versus chop battle. Uh, the Rick Springfield special uh, from Robbie is uh, put onto Dan Maloney. <laughs> But uh, uh, Dan Maloney goes up for the, or excuse me, Robbie goes for the 450. He does the thing that Zaguchi did. He's like, okay, that's enough. Goes up for the 450, but it, he he misses. And uh, he does get a little more fuck your leg, though, in after this. So Dan Maloney runs through a kick. Oh, yeah, so Robbie's going for one of his, like, you know, kind of like roundhouse-style kicks. And Dan Maloney just runs right through it and hits a gore. Awesome. And, and he doesn't go for a pin. It's a double down. So good job. You didn't bury the gore. Thanks. And uh, that was really good. Right. So there's a, su a super kick from him. Uh, Fisherman suplex uh, gets Dan a two count. And Dan keeps trying the drill to kill it, but Robbie like foils it in different ways several different times. So there's a Canadian sweep kick, 619 style into the corner and double knees from Robbie. Springboard drop kick to the leg. But then this fucking like three stage lift you up. Flip you up, turn you over, drill a killer, bam, for the win. It was incredible. Definitely Dan Maloney's best match, although I really like the Kevin uh, Kevin Knight match too. But, um, man, this was incredible. And I did also uh, make a point to you that Dan Maloney has four moves. And you were like, no, he has five. He's the gore too. Because <laughs> he's got the chop, super kick, drill a killer, fisherman suplex, and the gore, right? Yeah, that's pretty much correct. Uh, that's all, all he needs, you know? So I have loved these last three matches, actually. Kevin Knight one, uh, the El Desperado one, yeah, and, that's great. and this one. Uh, also, best driller killer of the tournament. With the amount of times we've seen it, I guess there hasn't been many, but far out, that was gnarly. It was amazing. This is a great story as well. Like, even the commentators are, are uh, adding to it. Like, you know, Robbie taking a bit of piss in the, in some comments somewhere saying that, uh, oh, you know, oh, I was their first pick. Yep. And uh, they didn't get me, so they, guess what they did? They got Dan Maloney, and Dan Maloney's like, <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. You so, like, I'm not their, I'm not their second choice. They, they did pick me legit. And so, like, there's that kind of beef that they have like that, and which uh, adds to the match. So pretty good for the commentary there to kind of weave some of that in with, as the match is going on. So really cool stuff. Uh, I feel like, man, Robbie, even when he's losing, like he's pulling out amazing matches all the time, even great losses. Like, yeah, I'm going to lose to the Driller Killer. Hey, let's make this the hugest Driller Killer you've ever done. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and, and just the way that he took it, absolutely fantastic. So <clears throat> I, I liked that in some of these matches – They've been like, oh, you're not used to the junior division. No, we're going to fuck your leg up. And Dan's gotten his ass whooped, kind of, you know. Mm. In this match, he was just like, oh, Robbie's going to go fuck my leg. But guess what? 
Uh, I think I've got it by now. This is like my seventh or eighth match in the tournament. I got this. And he used his power to kind of fuck Robbie up. Awesome stuff. Loved it. And, oh, man, how do I – man, I've got this one. How do I do this? Because well, this start, match yeah, does but you gotta all of this stuff. Start by oh, telling no. us who, who the ref is. It is. That's the most important thing. Oh. So. <laughs> chomp watch. Chomp watch. <laughs> chomp watch. It is chompy. Marty Asami is out. Our favorite uh, pro he, wrestling he, referee. He wanted to see this match. Oh, he definitely did. Uh, so did I as well. So uh, it is TJP versus Leo Rush. Now, I, I did expect uh, Rush to win, especially this late in the tournament. And TJP's got a, excuse me, a pretty respectable score. But this match is amazing. In fact, uh, there is so much amazing shit in this match that I don't have all of it written down. And I wonder if Andy does too. But <clears throat> there are parts of this match that just really make me smile and I really liked it. Like you were hoping that just no psychology, no selling, just go, go, go. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, it's, it's TJP. So, you know, you know, he's, uh, he's not going to not have that in his matches. He's, he's, he's too old, too set his ways. So there's lots of, lots of selling and psychology. There's lots of great stuff. I like that. My favorite part is where like when TJP goes for his face wash, not a boot wash, Kevin, a face wash, and you're not washing the boots. <laughs> Boot scrape, face wash. Yeah. One or the other, oh, by, right? By the way, Bushi kicked Wato so hard in the back, he had bootlace marks in his back. I just want to mention that. So that was fucking cool. Anyway, he's doing boot washes, and he get, goes to bounce off the ropes to do the super face wash. That No, Leo White Rush gets up, and he's like, fuck you. I hate that move, and does face washes on TGP. How do you like that shit? It, it hurts. And there's, there's then, uh, like, not so far further from the match there's another spot where kind of uh <laughs> rush has gone for one of his signatures and <laughs> tjp's like no nah, no nah, fuck you we're doing it this way so there's all sorts of great stuff like that and it's fast as well fast smooth fluid uh what is it two americanish guys this felt kind of japanesey to me yeah. i really liked it i loved it it's impossible to unpack everything you see in this match everyone all i I guess all I could say is fucking watch it. Uh, it's just fantastic, crisp, awesome wrestling. I loved it. And uh, the the parts where they kind of use each other's moves and all that kind of stuff is a nice little fuck you to each other. I like that too. So uh, there's a final hour though, of course, and Leo Rush, he, he wins his match there. But uh, TJP, pretty respectable uh, effort this tournament. Yeah, he's kind of like your utility guy right to throw in there yeah. and he's gonna you know perform well with everybody so yeah i mean this match was tremendous uh there's no more moves left they've done them all there's no moves that you can do after this because they just did all of the moves <laughs> it's, it's great and uh i i really enjoyed this quite a bit they um at times this match is a little sticky but it's hardly noticeable and, you know, it almost like kind of made it seem a little more realistic in a way. So I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. Um, another cool thing that happened is that after the match, they're getting the, the, there's a big TJP chant before they chant Leo's name. This crowd is awesome, man. They're like, they know what's up. They did a good oh, yeah. job. So the crowd did too. So next, Luke, we have your favorite uh, wrestler ever. It's Yo versus mm. Kevin Naito. And commentary mentioned that Yo's kilt 
is a Canadian kilt, and I am extremely confused. So uh, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. There's no, it's it, it, it doesn't work. So anyway, um, right. I thought that was weird. But uh, anyway, there's gr- great juniors wrestling. Um, they run the ropes and shit. And Kevin um, takes advantage with a slam and a big standing splash, which is really great. There's core reversals, uh, though, um, and he gets cut off when he tries a Frankensteiner driver thingy, whatever it is. And Yoko's right for his leg, though. <laughs> And Luke's favorite. He does knee smashes just for you, buddy. So that was great. And then uh, yeah. Kevin, he does hit the Frankensteiner, though, and gets his comeback. Stinger splash, low bridge, and a plancha. Kevin Knight leaps to the second level, or it's like the stage area. And this is so fucking funny. And Chris Charlton loses his mind. So they have this, like, at the Kurrigan shows, a lot of times they have this old guy that just kind of sits in a chair. And you're like, what is that, security or something? So you work at the building? No, he's a doctor. And he is often just kind of sitting there ringside and there he is. And he has to kind of like bail out of his chair because Kevin Knight is running right towards him and jumping, kind of about to jump over his head. And Chris Charlton cannot stop laughing. He has to like, I, I, he can't breathe. He's laughing. So <laughs> so he loved that. It was really funny, but yeah, uh, so, laughing fit big time. <laughs> So Big Tope, he got the giggles, you know, it's going to happen. So there's a Big Tope off the stage uh, for a huge crowd reaction from Kevin Knight, but maybe they should have talked to somebody else later in the night that was going to do that too. But anyway, uh, back in the ring, they they, uh, they get into a main event rhythm here, going back and forth and to big double downs and false finishes. And Kevin Knight smears Yo's face off uh, his skull with a, uh, a door kick, it says, but I believe that is super kick. Um, and he hits the sky high. Kevin Knight says it's over. And runs right into a super kick from Yo. I love that. When a guy's like, oh, I'm about to win. There's a wrestler around here named John Murray. And he used to say, I will live forever and I will never die. And he always got destroyed immediately. Like half the time he didn't even get die out. He'd be like, I will live forever and I will never. (laughs) It's always so funny. Anyway, so uh, then another uh, super kick from Yo for a two count direct drive. Yo wins. So Luke's so happy. Yo's got all the points. (laughs) <laughs> he's gonna win Best I, I, do, I do remember you sending me a, a message not long after this match finished and you and tweeting something like luke's gonna lose his mind if you wins this tournament <laughs> and you're right be prepared for two hours of nothing but falsetto loot on the fucking mic in that episode but uh i don't know i've enjoyed tournaments where the winner has been someone i'm just like oh, okay Right. And it was last year when Hiromi won. And then the year before when he won again. And maybe when uh, Ibushi won three G1s in a while, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? So, yeah, I can I can handle someone I someone winning the tournament that I don't want to win. I can handle it. Usually happens anyway. <laughs> Better not be yo, though. I swear to God, I'll just explode. But, yeah, let's – all right. We got a lot to talk about for the last two matches, I feel. We do. That's true. Excuse me. All right, so we got Ishi, Taiji Ishimori versus Hiromi Takahashi. It's not a long match. What we get is fantastic, uh, but it is overshadowed by a ref stoppage. And uh, when I first saw it, I was like, all right, is it because, like, did that Larry just go wrong, like, right near the end there when he called it? I, I didn't see exactly when it happened. So I went back and watched some of this again even though I didn't really want to because I, I 
it's kind of morbid to watch a match where someone gets injured again. I can't watch. I, I don't like going back to that. Uh, actually, I, I, I don't mind going back to that Okada uh, Shibata match because yeah, I know Shibata's so wrestling awesome. now. So I know that he's Plus, got some form of in-ring career now. So I feel like I could watch that match again. But um, I won't be going back to this one too soon because I don't like seeing people injured for real. But uh, I think it might have happened when Ish- Taiji Ishimori goes for a poison rana. He hits the move, uh, but I feel like he lands awkwardly on his shoulder. And now he me- immediately grabs it. And at first you could think easily, oh, well, he's selling. Of yeah. course. But uh, then he gets DDT'd or something like that by uh, Haramu. Our arm shoots lightning fast straight back to the shoulder. And then they do maybe a, a, a one last bit of match where they run into the ropes and they collide. There's a really awkward landing, and I don't think Ishimori could even get his arm up to do a lariat. And Red Shoes calls it. Uh, in fact, Kevin knew straight away as well. He, like, like Kevin knew, knew before Red Shoes called it. He's like, Red Shoes is going to call this right now. Yeah. Ishimori's, Ishimori's done. Well, the way so, yeah. he went down, yeah, it just doesn't. And I think that it was the power bomb. So, like, they did that reverse Rana, ouchie, and then Haruma picked him right up for a power bomb, and that's when maybe it came out. I don't know. That's, it looked, it, maybe it was already out. It looked bad. But there's more to this. It's not just the shoulder, right? It's so that's the problem. So, you sent me a message. I woke up to some lovely news this morning. I had at yeah. least three friends tell Wait, me that oh. Ray Stevenson was dead. So, good morning, sunshine. Good morning. And then um, I did ask you about information last last night. Oh, you heard anything about Ishimori? So you sent me a link. I woke up. I was like, oh, he's got uh, he's got uh, like a fracture or something in the, his the cervical part of his say. spine. Yeah, it says it says there's like basically like a spinal injury, cervical injury of some kind, but it doesn't say you know spinal. And supposedly he's already been discharged from the hospital. And he's moving and everything's fine as far as that goes. So maybe he just needs to get a bunch of x-rays and make sure he's not, you know, going to die if he wrestles. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully it's just like a matter of him just being like, uh, maybe I need to take a couple months off. Uh, if, if the, Like whatever he needs to do, do it. Because uh, sure, I think everyone's going to remember this as Ishimori, for Ishimori as Ishimori's tournament where he got injured. But let's not forget that Prior to this match, all these matches have been fucking awesome. And I just want to mention one funny thing uh, because, well, this is probably my last chance because uh, Ishimori might not be wrestling last night. If he does, I'll be so fucking surprised, dude. But it is the fact that every time I'm taking notes in an Ishimori match, I miss the spot where he takes the ring, uh, the corner pad off every time. Every oh. single Ishimori match. I have... Until I rewatched Paul parts of this match for, um, you know, just to, to talk about the Ishimori injury, that was the first time I'd seen him take that thing off. Every other time I'm writing notes, and then later on in the match, I see him just throw someone in there. I'm like, when did you take that off? Again? Like, I always write it in my notes that he took it off, but this was the first time I actually saw it. And I was like, oh, it does happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, do you think Red Shoes was doing that? Jumping? No, no. Chumpy's on Maybe, the tape. Yeah, yeah show. Uh, Togo's out there taking it off for him, but but no, um, he's in club. his tournament was 
absolutely fucking fantastic and it's it's a shame it ended like that but you know at least at least it wasn't a complete blowout like um at least it happened late in the tournament not early so he was able to do a lot of his work and all that kind of stuff because i remember man it was devastating when naito was out in like the second round he only had two yeah. matches maybe great okan and zack saber jr maybe i think i can't remember so yeah it, it sucks but at least we got to enjoy a lot of what he was able to put down in the tournament because it was awesome. Well, and this match was great. I mean, Absolutely. like it, up, up until the moment he got injured, it was fantastic. And Luke, this is like, you know, the best matchup in New Japan Juniors, right? I mean, that's yeah, that, I, I was so fired up for this just because it's always great. And, uh, you know, it's it's sad end to it. But I, I just... Because it's happened so late, I don't think it's going to screw up any drama. I think they'll figure out a way to like make it so it doesn't. We'll we'll talk about what's you know the next couple cards look like. I'm sure we'll have time yeah. to talk about that here in a second. But uh, next we have uh, some folks with a huge responsibility because when I've been at shows where guys have been uh, injured many 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 times and uh, in some cases really bad. Like you know we got to fucking park the crowd because the ambulance has to come in and shit. And when something like that happens, the next person, if, if the show's going to continue, the show must go on, the next match has to fucking tear the house down, you know? And that's what Desperado versus Akira in the main event had to be. And this match has a simple story. It's not complicated. It is fantastic. It's that, you know, Desperado doesn't respect Akira. He doesn't think that he's tough, and he's going to make sure that he finds out if he's tough or not. And Akira is like, I'm a baby face in this match. And guess what? I'm the most amazing baby face ever. And I'm going to wrestle the best baby face match ever to be wrestled. <laughs> that was, that was their goal. So it is, this is uh great. So Kira has big match gear, which by the way, does not fit him. Um, the, the jacket thing is way too big for him, but you know, he'll, he'll get big. He'll grow, he'll grow into it. Yeah, so, oh man, so it's, we get a main event rope break spot to start, and it's great. Desperado does it clean, Akira does not, which kind of makes me think, oh, Akira's going to be a dick in this match, but that's not what ends up happening, because Desperado ain't having that. So they do fantastic pro wrestling, and Akira establishes his alignment even more by throwing Desperado into the ring post and using Great Ocon's chair. Great Ocon came out with him. He was at, at uh, commentary. And he grabs his chair and he sets Desperado in it for a running dropkick, but not really heel. See, at the beginning of this, I'm thinking he's, you know, trying to be a heel here, but that's not what ends up happening. So uh, Akira challenges Desperado with chops and he responds and it gets very violent on the outside and it's awesome. So Desperado throws Akira into a bunch of chairs, which makes a delightful sound. Not like those shitty plastic chairs in Akita that made this kind of like sound like these are nice shiny metal chairs that are like you know they make this crazy like clinking sound it's fucking awesome so i love that um there's a uh, slam on the floor and desperado pilmanizes akira with the chair on the outside yeah, <laughs> so now akira has to sell and he just is going to take a fucking beating and he's going to try to come back from the beating. And that's what this is. So Desperado toys with, with Akira and he teaches him ways 
the ways, excuse me, of fuck your leg. So we get Canadian fuck your leg holds and kicks from Desperado, all kinds of crazy creative fuck your leg shit, just junior stuff through and through, and Desperado excels at fuck your leg. So it's a victory roll double stop, and Akira's back up first. So that's the first time he's starting to come back. Running strikes, and he hits Arana, and Desperado just pushes Akira into the crowd after, like, dodging a baseball slide kick, which is great. <laughs> it then we get a spot very similar to the Kevin Knight spot from earlier, except there's no doctor to jump over because they're on the other side. But basically, Kevin Knight jumps, or excuse me, uh, uh, um, uh, Kira jumps up to that second level on the stage area, and then he hits a moonsault off of it, and uh, yeah, crazy tope from the ring. Now, he's selling this whole time. So he's just not running around. He's like selling and like, oh, man, my leg might be fucked, but I, I'm going to win this match, you know? So Amazing uh, great. Scene, yeah. <laughs> There's great, Oca- great Ocon fans and, and, uh, and Akira in the, in the crowd, and they all have the UE talent. It's great. So uh, Desperado goes back for some more fuck your leg uh, just when he needs to, you know, and they hit some nasty strikes on each other. Akira uses Desperado's momentum against them to hit a German suplex. Really smart psychology right there. That was I like the have... one of the – do you mean the super awesome blink or you'll miss it amazing snap German suplex by Akira? Because I love that. Yeah, and well, and he couldn't get both of his legs under him to to plant to do it, so he uses this momentum off the ropes. It was great. So he get a big running knee from Akira with his good knee, uh, and then Desperado gets the numero dos and just cranks the shit out of it. <laughs> Akira doesn't have extra song. stank; it has all the stank. Yes, it's there's he's like it, well later on we'll get to it. So um, oh, yeah. TJP comes out to encourage Akira right, and he has a towel in his hand, and Kevin's like Kevin Kelly's like hey he's got that towel in his hand, fuck off. So anyway Akira fires up, but guitar death for two. Akira goes mega babyface here though, and he gets the like the a pink what is that some kind of, oh the Pinoy stretch on Desperado because you know TJP's ringside they're bros. And uh, he almost has to tap out, but gets to the ropes. The crowd goes bonkers for that. 20 minutes in, and Kevin points out that uh, points out that out as a surprise, and I am also surprised because when they said 20 minutes in, I was like, no. But no. fireplex, but Akira can't bridge, so he has to like do a regular pin for a two count because he's his leg is hurty. So um, Akira has one one knee on him. What is this? He has one knees in him and goes for it. Oh, he only has one double knees left in him, so he goes for it, and the crowd's going nuts. Desperado though puts him in numero dos, and this is what you were talking about. Not just extra stank, Luke. It's filthy. All of the stank ever. He hangs him in the ring off of him like Desperado no. is hanging him in this move and it's nuts looking it's awesome it's like a Joshi move it's great so TJP he's got the towel he's like oh the fucking throw it in but Akira's like no and he will not give up so Desperado hangs him again and TJP begs Red Shoes to call the match but he's like no you gotta do it so knee smash and another numero dose. And, you know, this is going on a little long here, a bit, this 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 numero dos, a little bit. But TJP throws in the towel, but Desperado catches it before it hits the mat. So Kira rolls over. <clears throat> he grabs the towel and throws it out the ring, which is just like, yes! The crowd loved it. So he sneaks in a super kick and a roll up for two. He gets another, but gets cut off immediately right in a numero dos. Kira finally has to give up, but is the most baby-faced person who has ever lived after this match. 
Dude, I love this match. It's amazing. I, I do like that uh, Akira's facey, but he's also a little cocky to start off with too because uh, he's, he's wailing on Despy a bit going, come on, come on, bitch, show me something. Show me something. And then Despy gets up. And for the rest of the match, Despy shows him something. He's like, oh, okay. Is that how you want to play it, Mr. Akira? All right. You're cruising for a fucking bruising because I'm channeling the spirits of Ishii and Minaro Suzuki at the same fucking time. <laughs> so, like, that's what I feel like Despy. Like, Despy's, I feel like you could say in storyline or just in kayfabe or in general that, like, Despy's little mini feud with Ishii did a lot of good for Desperado. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you, you just noticed it, like in in this tournament, he's he's doing some of that Ishii type selling and uh, big man spots, especially like he's also doing it when you got that amazing those amazing spots with Ishii where you're having a strike battle with him and he loses. Uh, Despy didn't really do that spot in this match, but that's the kind of like Ishii level shit we're seeing here. Totally. And then he's been with Suzuki for years. He's got some of that Suzuki part in him, that part of him that's just like, I'm just going to fucking punish this motherfucker. Like, you got to step up to me? You ain't shit. And I'm just going to kill you. And he does. And I felt like Red Shoes was really good in this match too. But And, look, for, for better or worse, I hate that the injury part happened in the previous match. I wanted to finish. Everyone does. We want Ishimori to be right. But <clears throat> some of what you feel from that previous match feeds into this one because you got that long numero dose and everyone's just playing, come on, Red Shoes, just call it. Even I'm just like, dude, that's a stoppage, like, right there. He can't move. Call it. But Red Shoes doesn't want to call it. He doesn't he didn't even want to DQ the chair leg and things like that because they're like, well, nah, he knows. We're going to have a finish. The wrestlers know he ain't going to throw this out, so we're going to get a little bit uh, loosey-goosey with the rules, like big time. Yeah, Desperado. He, he, wants yeah. to get hit, he wants to hit you with a chair. You know? Oh, hell yeah. He's like, Ref's not fucking, you know, Ref's not throwing this match out because of the previous match. I'm gonna maybe I'll use that. I'm just go chair leg. It's just, you know, and his reluctance to to really call that bell. And he's just like, I'm sorry, Kira, you're gonna have to say I've had enough. And I'm just like, fucking hell. Really added to the match. <clears throat> it was it it was it was brutal. It was awesome. And yeah. Made Akira look like a billion dollars as well. So, uh, you know, he's still got a bit of that cocky young asshole to him, but you know he's a uh, young and, and tough, and then you want to see him kind of pull through and win. I do love also that uh, Akira and TJP they don't they don't copy each other's move sets or anything like that, but they might pull out a move, at least one move, a match that the other guy usually does. So we saw uh, Akira. With the Panoi stretch tonight, and earlier on in the night, we saw TJP trying for fireballs. So uh, yeah. I feel like that's nice. You know, it's not a one-way street. It's not just the old person, you know, given Akira point. It's, it's uh, oh. TJP learning of him too. You think Yoshihashi should start doing the Yushikiroshi and maybe Goto will start doing the butterflies? I, I don't know if they'll ever have that level of, of chemistry together, dude. So no, I, I don't they know. don't like each other. They don't like each other. 
I don't but, know. Yeah. Uh, Luke, that fucking show was awesome, man. It was really fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I probably have said that many times, but I thought overall it was just awesome. Obviously, the injury sucks, but I mean, you know, I, I'm just, I don't want to jinx anybody, but I'm shocked it doesn't happen more often. You know, hopefully uh, Ishimori is fine, and because um, I mean, my God, that is one of the best juniors in the world that has <coughs> ever wrestled. So we can't yeah. can't have him injured out. But uh, but Luke, um, before we wrap this up and and maybe hear from a wrestler. Do you want to hear what's going to what, what the next show is? Because this is the the heavyweights return and we get tag matches again. And we're like back oh, to old it? school New Japan. Yeah, that's starting here in just a few hours. Oh, I guess that makes sense. So you have um, A Block do its final night solo with some tags, then B Block do the same. And then you have you got it. the finals are. Right. And so not only that, Luke, but this is the Edian Arena in motherfucking Osaka. So oh, shit. Osaka. Be, it, they're, both nights are there. So these next oh, two nice. nights are at the same place. So it's great. So the first match, Luke, is Oscar Lube and Broken Arm Young Lion, who is flexing in his picture and looks very silly, versus TJP and great Ocon. Awesome. Ocon on the Pinoy. And uh, next, Luke, there will be Riho Iwa and Desperado versus TMDK, Robbie Eagles and Fujita. Uh, this next match I really want to see because it's Francesca Akira, who will be coming out to a huge pop, uh, and Dan Maloney. I'm interested to see what he looks like in a tag situation versus yeah, same. Clark Connors and Gato. Yay! We get to see Gato wrestle with <coughs> Clark Connors. That'll be fun, man. I'm excited to see what they do. Um, and then Kevin Knight. Master Huato and Yo versus Takamichinoku, Yoshinobu Kinemar, and Taichi. Just five guys, Luke. Yay. So Man, happy. look at the, I see that match, and I see a match where Yoshinobu Kanemaru can just tag Taichi and Taka in because he's been in the tournament, and he's just like, yeah, fuck this. You guys handle this. Whereas <laughs> on the other side, Kevin Knight, Master Huato, and Yo have yeah. all been in the tournament. <laughs> so they'll be tagging in and out really fast. Well, and that'll be a preview match, I'm sure, because, you know, I'm sure Kanemaru faces one of those guys that next night, uh, you know. So anyway, the then the uh, block tournament matches, it's A block, uh, Kushida versus Ryusuke Taguchi, uh, Doki versus Sho, which will be fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Leo Rush versus Mike Bailey. Look out. And, and the main event, what? It's ta- uh, Hiromu Takahashi versus Titan. But Luke... I guess I buried the lead because not only do we get these shows, but this is the official beginning of C block. So we'll see who wins. <laughs> so. It is the, oh, wow. Holy shit. C block doesn't start with the super genius until like near the end. It's amazing. It's a nice little tournament. But uh, before we go any further, uh, I will mention, let's go a block scores. So on, on oh, 12, yeah. on 12 points, we have Mike Bailey, Leo rush and Hiromi Takahashi. On 10 points, <clears throat> excuse me, we have Ishimori, but, you know, he's probably gone now. A Titan and a TJP. On six, we have Doki and Sho. On four, we have Kushida. And <clears throat> weirding me out with a big fat zero is Ryusuke Taguchi. Oh. And uh, then we've got our B block, everyone. On 12 points, we have you know, El Desperado and Master Wato. Uh, on 10 points is Robbie Eagles. 
then we've got on eight points Clark Connors and Francesco Akira or Francesco sorry Ooh, didn't mean to say Francesca never mind uh, on six points, we have uh, Kevin Knight and Dan Maloney. Four points is Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And on two points is Bushi. Nice. Okay, so, man, Bushi got his ass kicked this year. But uh, eh, that's what he's there for. So, you know, I wonder when he's going to get tired of being now the third wheel junior in uh, in LIJ. But he's pretty easy going, so I don't know. I noticed they haven't given us the card order for the Wednesday night show yet. So they're, they're oh. probably no. So we know what the tournament matches are, but they don't seem to be in any order unless they're seriously telling me that Dan Maloney and Clark Connors are main eventing. No offense to either man, but probably not. I, I don't think that's going to be the main event. I think like I see a match, I see Desperado and Robbie Eagles in this lineup and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's the, that's the main event, right? Like surely. Could be, you know, we'll see how the, you know, I mean, Yo versus Kanemaru is also a potential one. And uh, yeah. there's another one in there that might be uh, interesting points wise, but we don't do that here. So, <laughs> dude, everyone's lucky that we're actually talking about the next two nights of wrestling. It's like, true. Hey, it's true. did they just do a preview of like the next night? They never done that all tournament. Something else we haven't done all tournament. Yes. And that, uh, like, uh, before the tournament started, uh, Jay had the really good idea to be like, uh, here's just, here's a lot of diary entries here. Take them. Our listener, Jay, right? Our listener, Jay, yep. She uh, she sent us a whole bunch of a wrestler diaries. We have a mini backlog, and since we only have one wrestling show to cover, we can definitely squeeze in a, a wrestler diary. It is from Mr. High Angle German himself. Master Uato, <gasps> I can't do it the same way you can. I can't do it like that. No. Yeah, gross. It is. That's how you. Never mind. It's episode 54, Road to the Diary Master. Right. 54. 54. <laughs> so it's episode 54, Road to the Diary Master 54. Yeah. All right. Well, how, many, how many entries is this? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think that uh, Watto would have uh, how he would have like fared at Studio 54? I think he would have gotten over huge with everybody there because you know he's wearing those crazy outfits and I'm sure he can dance. So I'm 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 guessing pretty uh, just they they do all these in Japanese, right? So yeah. it's someone in New Japan Pro Wrestling's job to read all these and translate them. Mm-hmm. That that must be. I wonder if it's the same person, and that same person has read all of the diary entries for all these wrestlers. And I wonder if, wonder what they think about that. Has their brain melted yet? <laughs> some of these have melted my brain. Has he just looked, looked at some of these and been like, what the fuck? This guy couldn't worship because there were too many worshippers around? What a fucking pussy. You only need to pee all the time? That's, that's why he's running out all the time. You know, all these kinds of, I don't know. Anyway, here we go. We got a photo, by the way, of Wato. He's standing outside some building he's probably going to mention, looking adorable, and his mask isn't covering his nose, and he's doing his hand symbol. So <laughs> there is that. This is your Wato, who had a touching reunion with Carol Wankun. The other day, I went back to Karatsu City, Saga Prefecture, on business. In the morning, I left the dojo for Hanada Airport 
with Tanahashi-san. I had not eaten breakfast, so I had a steak bowl at the airport and took off with a full stomach. I always drink apple juice and consume soup on the plane. Why? <laughs> no reason whatsoever. <laughs> well, that's actually pretty funny. By arriving at, after arriving at Fukuoka Airport, I met up with Laika-san and we went to City Hall. I was greeted at the entrance by the mayor and the staff, and I was greeted to be welcomed so kindly. Inside, I changed into a costume and took a commemorative photo with the mayor and Carol Wankoon. It was fun to see them again for the first time in six months. I did every... I, <clears throat> I didn't have time to take selfies with Carol Wankoon, sadly. After that, we moved outside for the photo shoot. What? You didn't have time to take a selfie, but you went outside for a photo shoot. All right. And since it was a sunny day, the shoot went well. We took a boat to the to an island called Takashima, where we met six cats and played with them for a while. <laughs> and then there's a commemorative photo and a picture of cat. In the evening, we had a very delicious and enjoyable time at the hotel eating the famous karatsu squid sashimi in karatsu city, drinking local sake by the cupful and drinking beer as well. What? Food. I went, I went to the onsen, received a beer coupon, drank four white beers and went to bed feeling good. The next day I woke up at 6.30, 6am and went to a nearby gym to work out. When I came back, I had breakfast with a spectacular view. I'm so happy. <laughs> Uh, a view of breakfast and spectacular view. Yeah, I'd be happy to, I guess. For the second day, we went to the beach at uh, Nijimo Matsubara. I ate three karatsu burgers because they were so delicious. The bread, <laughs> meat, and sauce were all perfectly balanced and delicious. A uh, picture of truck and garbage bin. Wonder the tour ended. Bay, what what Makabe yeah. would think about those burgers. Makabe san gives these burgers three stars. Not enough mayonnaise. Right. <laughs> the tour ended with an interview at a sacred place for lovers. We left for the airport and headed home. Karatsu is a very nice place with delicious food and wonderful scenery. Thank you all so much. See you very soon. <laughs> um <laughs> so that uh, that name that you kept like perfectly pronouncing, Kara Wankun, okay, which is well, that's pretty good, man. Yes, you were able to nail that. That is the local like mascot. It's like a fucking. It's a mascot. It's like a bear kind of cat. Oh, I think I saw one of these on. So, right. I, I think I saw something about that on John Oliver once or something. Okay, well that's it's like the town mascot, and just to let like, well I don't know. Sorry, buddy, you're standing there with Tanahashi. And Liger, the mayor's not there to greet you, buddy. Just saying. Sorry. But not only is he with them, they're getting a photo shoot done at a sacred site for lovers. <laughs> also, the uh, cat pictured is not Master Gatto, but it is a Gatto. So that's good to know. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was a pretty good one. I mean, you know, Master Watto, he's a happy guy. I mean, I don't know what a white beer is either. Do you know? White beer? Yeah, me, me neither. I mean, maybe that's a mistranslation, but uh, oh, it's unfiltered, unfermented wheat wheat beer. So uh, I think it's just like a, you know, like a 
wheat beer. So it's wolf's beer, isn't it? No, I don't think so. I think it's actually pretty good. Oh, it says yeah. low bitterness, but uh, anyway. <clears throat> Thanks for clearing clearing that up about white beers for us. Always. And uh, if anyone has any more information, uh, never ever bought at uh, gmail.com. So, talk resurgence. We talked uh, about the best of Super Juniors, nice eight. We did the rest of the diary. So, Mr. Andy, there will probably be news in the next half an hour because uh, we're nearly finished. But <laughs> unless there is anything else you want to add, in Gato, we trust, unless Joe wins. <laughs>